how's it going? I am Law Smith. This is the Sweat Equity Podcast. We are doing this last minute on a Monday afternoon because we have had, we've we've both like hit a little bit of a skid as far as planning, booking guests, but that's okay. We I like the, as the Nerdist calls the hostful, uh, sitting to my left, your right on the dial is uh, the Lions Purr of Caleb Fuddy. What is happening and you know in years past i'd probably just say you know screw it let's not do an episode we're not feeling it but uh even i had to you got to jack yourself up for things you don't want to do a lot of the times right here's one thing you should do if you like this go on itunes subscribe rate review uh that's the cheat code to get us up the podcast ladder that helps us out a lot uh a lot of people have been telling me they've been doing it and that's great. We want to be on that front page one yeah. day. I think that's the goal. We yeah. got to set goals for this podcast. So that's one of them. The other one is uh, I like uh, constructive criticism. Yeah. Now we love we love constructive criticism. Now let's talk about what that actually is. I like when someone tells me I have a booger hanging out. Yeah, like, that's good. Yeah, that that's constructive. You got a bat in the hanger. Take care of that. Yeah. Um, tissue or no tissue? Uh, what? Whatever's around, usually think, a Chipotle napkin in my yeah. uh, in my Jeep. I go, I go, I go bare ham. Oh, okay. I, you know why? Because it needs to be done right then and there. It can't wait. Because you look like a lumberjack. For those that yeah. are watching on uh, on YouTube, we'll have this posted up. I yep. We need to get the video going. That's another goal yeah. we've been talking about. Uh, and by all means, constructive criticism, great. I love the people that have been listening to this. And maybe they don't do the comments or email us at Caleb at Toco Works, T-O-C-O-W-O-R-K-S, or Law at Toco Works, L-A-W-T-O-C-O-W-O-R-K-S.com. You, you can hit us up with that, but I have friends text me, hey, man, really enjoyed that episode with yeah. Cliff. Uh, my buddy, comedian, and friend of mine, uh, Mike Morris, said, hey, man, love what you're doing. It's inspiring, which uh, I can't – It's I'm like, thank you, but I can't take a compliment, <laughs> so I just left it dangling. But uh, he was uh, like, "I like your sh- shirt, thanks." He was like, two things, man. Uh, one, your mic was so low the last episode that it was hard to hear you, and that's great. And the other was, uh, you maybe listen to Corolla a little much, and you're borrowing <laughs> some of his phrases, and that that's great. That's comics. A lot of comedians, I, I do stand up for those that are just joining this podcast and don't know us from anything. Welcome. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where comedians help each other be like hey man you know that's a riff you're riffing but you know that's Patton Oswald. Yeah. and you're like fuck all right well <laughs> okay i won't do that ever again you're like it's a compliment right that's a that's a compliment well it, it's good it, it it's one of those things now here's bad constructive criticism people think it's good yeah. it's uh i listened to the podcast and i didn't l- like how you ask questions <laughs> and that's it it's like thanks well, thanks for just taking a jab yeah that's not I appreciate that it's stuff like that like Ooh, I've got my new Banana Republic shirt I'm wearing, and it's like, hey, you should really, um, you should really not wear that. That's not like that's not a good <laughs> constructive criticism. That's just the start of talking shit. It, well, it's it like should, that's what that is. There's a way to kind of, it, you don't have to manipulate manipulate people to get them to understand what you what you're trying to say. But at the same time, it's like, I I work on a lot of projects right now where I have a lot of branding stuff, and I'm getting. You know, sometimes you're the project manager and mm-hmm. sometimes in these branding things I'm working on, I'm just the do boy. Yeah. We're, we're, our 
the Tokubaga Consulting is just doing the work. Yeah. We're not doing the project management. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll give iterations, and it's like, yeah, I don't like those colors. And it's like, well, what colors <laughs> do you like? Like, give me some direction. You can yeah. direct. You can direct me in a way. And so that's something that's been irking me. But I like it when my friends, I, I get off stage, and they're like, hey, here's a tag. I think you should go in this direction with that kind of premise. Uh, or someone's listening to this, and it's like, hey, I think you should get this guest on there. Yep. Or I think if you guys don't talk over each other, that's you know that's something we try to self-police. Yeah. But at the same time, we get lazy. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and so you know, you might be sitting there and saying, well, what are you guys getting at? Well, what we kind of want to do this episode, and we're going to get into some 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 juicy stuff uh, here as well, and some you know business related and and uh, kind of some business self help stuff that that we've been keeping an eye on that we want to share with you guys that if you don't know about already, you will know by the end of the episode. Um, but what we want to do is we want your feedback. Um, we've been getting a lot of feedback, like Law said, from uh, a lot of people listening. Some people who aren't friends, um, some who are friends, um, but. We don't care if we know you or not. We just we want to get better at this for you guys. Um, and we are, I think, man, we're on episode 27 now. Yeah. I think is right. Yeah. So they call that the Eddie George. Yeah. Is that OK? Uh -huh. So we're at the Eddie George. And um, I think it's it's one of those things where we we want to uh, kind of check ourselves at the door mm -hmm. a little bit. And we want to have some transparency with you guys. And we want to know some of the things that um, so far um, you guys have liked, have not liked what you want to see more of if there's uh, certain types of guests we can get and aim for to uh, to help, you know, our audience grow, because that's one of the reasons we do this. We don't need to just hear ourselves talk. We we do that enough. We want to try to talk about some things uh, that can help you guys. If there's any topics out there that we don't cover that we should or that we should have a guest come in who can maybe cover them better than us. Um, let us know about it because we want to help you guys um, kind of fill you up on what you're looking for. So that's kind of what um, the beginning message of this episode is kind of about. And uh, and yeah. Yeah. It um, And we wanted to talk about like uh, there's a lot of leaders out there and what to follow. And a lot of what I tell a lot of my clients isn't it's not original thoughts and most of the time yeah. um, because of two reasons. One, I can give original thoughts on strategy and everything, but being 31 and telling people how to run their business on, on just a gut feeling doesn't always, it's not always applicable. <laughs> I want to, yeah. I'll use data driven decisions if I can. I'll try a hypothesis. If I, uh, you know, a lot of marketing is hypothesis testing. It's not a hundred percent. Yeah. You go, Hey, I think I can get this many people in your restaurant by doing social media management. Um, but but then I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, no, the, the second half of that is, uh, are you working for a client who's who's going to stay to see if, if that doesn't work, what adjustments can be made? I, I think that's a that's a big thing when it comes to a lot of a lot of marketing. If you're a small marketing business or if you're a small business looking to outsource some marketing, you know, you'll you'll have somebody say, here's the plan we've we've laid out for your company specifically. Yeah. And they say, OK, cool. You know, go go and execute. And, it's, and really, it's all about execution. Well, if what they execute, the results don't come back how you wanted. Do they get the chance to correct, you know, to, to make the adjustment to, to get the results we were looking for? Right. Or do you do people just say, hey, we're, we're out. We're going to go another direction. And I think getting that chance to correct it. I look at it from a, from a sports standpoint, obviously. Uh -huh. uh, but in baseball, a guy comes into the league, 
he's the flavor of the month. He's he's the hot thing coming up. Uh-huh. And he comes in and look at when Bryce Harper first came into the league. The guy could not be stopped. It was unbelievable. And then the the league, the pitchers make an adjustment. Right. And he cools off. And then it's up to him. He gets that chance now. No one says, oh, it's a fluke. The guy can't play. He gets a chance to make the adjustment back to the league. It's Tout- the same thing t- with, with was, marketing. And he was touted as the LeBron of, you know, the Michael Jordan or yeah. whatever whatever hyperbole you want to <laughs> use. He, I mean, he was, uh, he was hitting it. home runs yeah. that were crazy when he was like 17. Yeah, he's, it, it was just an unbelievable kind of uh, come up for, for, for him. And uh, But that I say that to, to kind of get to this point. Yeah. In business, a lot of times, I don't. I don't see a lot of the uh, the smaller agencies that take on marketing projects get those chances, get the chance to you get your results from what you executed. Yeah. And it's like, man, if, if that wasn't spot on, then then you're gone. Well, there's two. Yeah, you're right. And right. There's two things about that. It's a I always I, I look at it as internal marketing. Mm hmm. So even though I'm on retainer with clients, I always try to go, hey, isn't this great? How great I am. <laughs> Don't you like this uh, new shirt? <laughs> right. <laughs> you bought this. No, uh, I'm, I'm saying like you have to keep pushing your value. And there's a, it's, hard, it's a hard line to go, hey, I'm really awesome. Look at all the stuff I'm doing because you, you need to keep proving your value. So I used to do this a lot like – when I, I worked with a really small air purifier company, I would always go, hey, this is, uh, I would always push, like, I, I had to do our PR, and, <laughs> like, de facto, because it was yeah. so small that it was just like, right. I'll do it, whatever you need me Lock to do. right. I'll figure it out. Well, yeah. no, it was not even about that. I could right. just schmooze at these trade shows and, and talk to, it was a good product, so that's easy. When the product's good, when the service is really good, it's easy to kind of, try to get it in the in you know get it some recognition people liked it um and my thing was like hey i'm gonna use that remember remember when i got y'all in cigar aficionado remember when i got you in wall street <laughs> journal and i'm not a pr person yeah i tr- i wouldn't say it like that but i try to remind them like yeah but there's little you can you can nudge you can nudge it sure that. Yeah. sure it, it would more or less be with a third party coming in and they would ask like what's going on and it's like you know they'd ask how the how is the business structured and it'd be like well we're we're a small business it's mom and pop but you know we wear a lot of hats and that's fine that's that's yeah. the fun of this uh and am i a pr person no but i got us in wall street journal and i got us in, <laughs> in is that a go, true story yeah uh, that's yeah pretty cool. look up rabbit air and you'll see all the you'll find some articles um that's pretty i think neat. in dwell to magazine I got them in like 12 things. I got them on uh, Mark Marin's WTF as well. Really? Got a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Listen to the Jonathan Franklin episode. So interesting. Yeah, that's, that's just cool. Th- that was more of that. I'll just figure it out kind of football mentality I had. Right. But at the same time, they needed to know that, look, no one else that they had was going to do that. No one else was going to go out of their way to do that for them. And I went above and beyond what I was supposed to do. The other part of this is, especially in marketing when you're an agency, is a lot of you you will work for people and this hasn't been my experience but i know it's it's always looming is there's always the client that thinks they don't need you and so you need to have this clear line of like well if if they go "Eh, we think we got it yeah we'll take it from here after your term's done yep then you know they you need to be irreplaceable kind of thing yeah and so 
there's a fine line between that. A lot of people like social media is a real, everybody thinks they know it, but mm-hmm. they don't really know it. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think there's, uh, you can, you can kind of be so good or do such a good job right? that when the people that aren't really paying attention, they just see the results. They say, cool. Well, if, if law can do that, I can do that. Therefore we don't need law. Right. And then they dive in and it's kind of, it, it becomes a mess. And then it ruins some of the things you had set up for a little bit of the growth with, within the plan. Uh, things can, can go uh, astray so quickly at that point. Yeah. And you may lose that business. They may seek somebody else instead of going back to you as a pride thing. That yeah. happened. I've seen that happen a uh, lot. Uh huh. And so, I, yeah, I think that um, it, it gets to that point where talk about making yourself like irreplaceable or or invaluable you you have to almost find a way to uh create not create more work for yourself or as as in busy work but you have to push growth sometimes from an outsider's position in the company yeah 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 i mean this is even if you're doing that day job you're you're one of the listeners that's doing that day job you got your eye on something else you know after work or down the line you want to open a boutique dress store or something like that uh dress store uh so many dress stores now lady ladies apparel whatever (laughs) it is i I think of any business uh you want to run a coffee shop one day and you're stuck in the cubicle and you're listening to this while you're doing v lookups in excel right now yeah it's one of those things where um you know you need to be irreplaceable at that job first yeah then because my whole theory was no one could talk shit to me because I'm so good at mm-hmm. what I do that if something comes up, if I ever got an audition with stand-up, that I've built up enough credit of being so good. You could just uh, go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I've always thought about it. Like, because I did stand-up at night and, uh, you know, you have to travel a bunch and you never know when you get a big break. I always thought about it. All right. A lot of people are like, give 110. I was like, no, nah, more than that. Like, yeah. <laughs> way more. Nah. No, way more. Because it's like. I want to build up, and I, I think about this with, uh, like, life credit almost. Mm-hmm. Like, build up a lot of, I do this with my wife. Like, I'm going to build up some credit with my wife. <laughs> my so wife. That, my wife. But, like, I'll be proactive and clean the house or something like that so that So you can I go know, play like, one-handed PBR football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> yeah, right. Those, but I'll, I'll do that so I can come in the office maybe. That's how sad it's gotten. <laughs> to come in Just the so office. I, I mean, work. look at this place. It's blank. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you're like, Jesus, are they in a bunker? What are yeah. they doing? Um, what juvenile detention meeting room are they in? Yeah. And so, or it, it'll even get to like, uh, go ahead and be proactive so I can go, go, you know, to the gym or something like that. Yeah. And that's going to get, it's going to be that way when we have a kid in four months. <laughs> so yeah. my thing is like, I know I'm kind of getting down a, a, a windy road with this, but ultimately be irreplaceable with whatever job you're doing. Yeah. And if you have a client, uh, a client agency relationship, be irreplaceable that way. Mm-hmm. A- explain what you're doing, but don't give them the formula. Exactly. Um, and if you're at work and you, you're like, I've got, I'm a singer songwriter at night and I'm accountant during the day. Yeah. You know, be the best accountant you can be so that, when stuff comes up, they're never going to be like, well, he's, his mind's always in being a musician and it's never in this job. Right. Cause most people I know that go, oh, I'm just, I'm getting through this job. 
they get fired a lot. Yeah. And that's <laughs> well know? that's 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 a whole that's a whole <laughs> other thing too is you know you can you can make a huge impact in your own life by you know having a 9 to 5. Yeah. Because having that 9 to 5 you're going to make at least some sort of money. It may it may not be the money you want, but there's your motivation right there. There's a little bit of your spite right there enough to get your motor going to start pursuing the things that you're passionate enough about that you maybe can really go make some serious money doing as well. Yeah. And it, it, it takes those sort of things, but you can't just go out and go to your job and be like, man, I, I really hate this. I hate doing this. Cause you're just, no one's going to give you an opportunity for, for anything. You know, I, I have a, I have a sales gig that I do as my nine to five. And then on the weekends and, um, at night I, do recruiting videos with the scouting block and if you've listened to the to the podcast before and guys l listen out there selling flashlights nine to five <laughs> is really tough door to door you think those things you think those things just sell online they are they, they are tough they don't sell themselves they, okay? yeah i mean you gotta you gotta really beat down the doors no <laughs> pun intended uh to to sell those flashlights so yeah um this episode brought to you by flashlights flashlight you're and gross <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's it's one of those things where you um you know I I try to make connections I try to do my day job when I'm out there doing that I try to build leads leads for my company that I've started yeah by doing that and yeah. I've got I've actually gone in two offices started talking to people and I found out oh yeah your son plays baseball it's great well in the back of my mind I'm going they may not be able to help me here today right, right now with right. what I'm doing with my nine to five but I can help their kid get recruited. That can get me a couple extra bucks. That can also help me build my company. That can also help me build a relationship for this for my nine to five. Yeah. And I've done and I've gone that backdoor route using my essentially let's call it second job, my company that I've built. Oh, actually, no, I don't want to give it that stepchild name of a second job because it's something that I've put a lot more into than that. It is though. Um, I mean, it's it a job. Kind of is. Look, my my oh, criteria my criteria for a I mean, this is <laughs> kind of a job. This is a tertiary job for you. Yeah. And I, it, it's one of those things where, do we want to come in all the time? No, but I, we really yeah. like doing it. We're really satisfied by the results. So I got a good way to put it because okay. I've, I felt this way about commitment? a lot of things. And I, no, I mean, there is commitment there, but I think a lot of people can relate to this in one level or the next, some, some point in their life where it's one of those things you're driving to go do it or you're getting off the couch to go and yeah. you're just kind of dog cussing yourself but uh -huh. then when you get there you're like yeah this is this is why i got up off the couch like, i enjoy doing this yeah so i, I think it's it, it can be one of those things at times um but it, yeah so it's it's a, it is a, it is a secondary job um but it's got more potential than that that's what i like it's not like you know no knock on anyone that worked at coldstone i never melted all the ice cream in the front freezer so what's that i'll now? just say that but is that what you have to do no, but that's what I did. I did oh. work at Coldstone. I oh, did shit. melt all the ice cream in the in the in the front like display freezer one day. I didn't get employee of the month. I've no. never been there, so I don't I don't know. Yeah, I got man, if we want to turn this into a Coldstone episode, we can. I mean I mean we can. I got I got things to say. I'm over two hundred pounds right now, so I'm I'm feeling <laughs> it. Uh. <laughs> we may have to do one of these from Coldstone. Um I'm banned from it, so we can't. But okay. so but it's it's uh you know, getting back to it, it becomes where you can you can start to work the system a little bit you've got a nine to five you've got kind of a secondary job you've got a business you're starting start to make your leads and your calls uh things that you're doing every day at work yeah and go and go out on that pattern and 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 build 
build your secondary job while you're working your, your primary job. And that's kind of what I've, what I've done with the scouting block. And I've found that it's worked really, really well. I mean, that story of making that sale for the scouting block and then building a relationship for my sales job uh-huh. and kind of going back door that way, that's happened on multiple occasions. And I think that if people are just, uh, cause a lot of people sit there and they go, man, I just don't, I don't have the time. I don't have the time to, to do this on nights and weekends. And we've, we've had the time discussion a thousand times where you do have the time. It's worth reiterating. It's, yeah, it's just, it's it's up to you if maybe you don't go to sleep at 10, 11, or even 12. Maybe you go to bed at one or two and you find those extra hours to get something done. A lot of times that's not even necessary. Maybe you just don't watch crap TV. You don't binge watch something right. for, for an evening. Maybe you, you know? don't watch the family. Yeah, maybe maybe you start waking up a little earlier. Um, God forbid you're up freaking before, you know, seven. But... Or maybe so, don't go out drinking. It's, it's a big issue ooh. with our with our age group. Yeah, twenty eight. I'm thirty one. It's like, yeah, I might need to take a break off this completely for about a month because yeah. it's it is. It's yeah. like, man, I wish I would have just woke up a couple hours earlier and just I don't. And you start feeling like crap after a while. And, yeah. Um, and you got to take care of yourself. All that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the health. The health thing's another. A totally other uh, you know that's another topic so too. we were talking about that off air before yeah. we started what's what's going on with you you you're doing a diet to, a little bit of efficiency a little bit of uh yeah. getting married it's st- so it started as a as like a joke of yeah i'm gonna go on the wedding diet thing and um but i really just cleaned up my eating and you know like two weeks in i was like man this is this is this is easy like well, you, this is great you this came in you're like eat. i feel better yeah i feel good like yeah just I don't, it doesn't hurt to wake up i was yeah i was um i'm down i'm not down 25 anymore i don't know what i'm down now but i was down 25 pounds up until like last week and i was i was explaining to law before we started the podcast today that i got off the the let's call it diet or i just started eating like whatever i wanted for a few days and i immediately got sick it was like the most ridiculous thing. I just like I had allergy attacks, snapped into like a fever, and it lasted like three or four days. So what would you give up? Let, let's everybody know what what you kind of just what was your shift, and then what what did you eat to kind of balloon out? So, <laughs> so uh, I basically, I mean, I used to just eat everything. I used to just go to Chipotle and crush a burrito, and then I'd go and you know I, if there was. Uh, you know, pizza for dinner. Great. I'll have three or four slices. If, you know, where do you want to go eat? Oh, let's go, you know, let's go to an Italian place. I'll get, you know, chicken fettuccine Alfredo, and three glasses of wine and all this stuff. Yikes. And now it's, it, it has gotten to the point where it's like, all I want is chicken and vegetables. You know, all I want is a good salad. All I want is, um, you know, green tea and matcha, which is, if you don't know about matcha, you're just fooling yourself. Um, look it up. I'm full of myself. What's matcha? Really? Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Matcha is actually, it's green tea, but it's the leaves that are dried out and ground up into a powder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, it doesn't, so a few, sco- like a serving of matcha has more caffeine than like you're, you know, they, I hate how the commercial like a leading cup of coffee. No one knows the hell a leading cup of coffee is. Okay. I guess we kind of get it, but, um, it has like, a Keurig cup, K cup. <laughs> yeah just landfill coffee yeah so uh but it's got a ton of caffeine it, it actually has been around like forever and it's nicknamed like this i think it's nicknamed the samurai drink or like the drink of the samurai okay because apparently samurais used to take the ground leaves um not snort them or anything but they just like put them in a drink and they would drink it before they went into battle and it would help them with concentration and focus um 
and I'll be honest, I've been drinking these for a while now. And you've killed like eight people. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how much you can get done. Um, but I, f- I feel it. It's almost like a mini, um, a mini Adderall boost. Whoa. So yeah, it, it really is. And it, I felt it a lot more the first when I first started drinking uh-huh. than I do now. But I still feel it. It kind of helps me get zoned in. It gives me a very calm energy where I'm not so. Um, when I have coffee, I usually have two or three cups a day. Yeah. Um, and that's even on the quote unquote diet. Um, and it's one of those things where like you get the palpitations going. You're like jittery. You really? Can't, yeah. You can't like. Um, I can't hone in uh, when I'm on that like second or third cup. The first cup's good. The afternoon cup is is no bueno for me. Mm-hmm. With this, I drink a cup of coffee in the morning and then I drink uh, one of these in the afternoon typically. And um, I'm good to go from, you know, you don't hit that two or three o'clock wall where you crash. Yeah. And you're like just begging for a nap or like 30 minutes to just like close your eyes and, and zone out. It's more of like, man, I want to, I want to keep going and, and doing stuff. And it's almost see how much you can get done in a day. Hmm. It's really what it turns into. And sometimes it doesn't wear off in time for bed. So it really kind of messes up your sleep. Now I'm, you could give, I'm, I'm so gross at caffeine. You could give me something with a lot of caffeine. I'd still be able to go to sleep, which is yeah. probably a problem I need to fix. But yeah, that's something with your levels. Yeah. But for, for sure. you, or have you always been like coffee sensitive? Like, Coffee, yeah, I mean, maybe when I first started, I was thinking about it. I was like, I started drinking it 10 years ago when I had my first job at a mutual fund company. And then within a month, it just wore off. It just became like just routine. And I'm like, that's probably not a good thing. I probably don't need that. Yeah, I think that your body, I'd love to get like a professional advice on yeah. it. I think your body does kind of adapt to um to coffee a little bit. Yeah. Um, And you can build like an, an immunity to it. Uh, but with coffee, it always, it, it, it does one thing really, really well for me. And, and that's, it wakes me up. So and I, and I mean in the morning, yeah. um, just the smell of it wakes me up and, yeah. and that's kind of good. So I don't know at that point, I think maybe it's even a mental factor that I just, it's routine as well. well. I need your, to have my cup of coffee. Get your morning poop on. Yeah. For me, that's, that's, that's where a, I started because it was yep. like, all right, I got to get up like in an hour and a half before work so yeah. I can have coffee so I can take a deuce yeah. before work starts because so I don't want to be, be that, that guy. Yeah. yeah. You Until don't want to have to lift your guy. feet up in the work stall. Well, it was funny. You know? I worked with probably like some of the brightest guys in, uh, in the mutual fund world in my old, one of my old bosses, who's now kind of a mentor or someone I, I can call if I get in trouble. He actually wrote my letter of recommendation when I did business school. Uh, he, he'd be the guy, the cool boss that in a very stuffy place, he'd <laughs> yeah. be like, come in my office. I got something for you. And he just farted it up <laughs> and he'd be like, no, you have to stay in here. And I'm like, oh, fuck man, come on, Jeff. <laughs> and so he'd Dude, walk Jeff. in and, and he'd maybe notice like, he's like, why do people, these are some of the smartest people and they treat the bathroom like they're baboons. This is like insane. <laughs> like just dumps everywhere. And it's like, it's like a public, like. The ladies' room school. I heard was the same, like just, oh, just, n- just cl- clogged up, and who gives a fuck? And yeah, I, it's always irked me since he brought that up. So, yeah, Jeff Cornell, what up? Uh, but brought to you by Jeff. So, I I was thinking about this the other day because I I need to I need to switch my game up. I I'm having too much craft beer and I'm not doing enough about it. That's one of the things I cut out big time because I was 
I mean, we'd come in here and we'd crack yeah. a couple craft beers for an episode. And oh, it was last um, episode. Is that what started it? Or uh, uh, no? So we had uh, we had the engagement party last weekend. And okay. So my thanks for the invite. Yeah. I, went, uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't do the invites. No, no, I didn't no, do I'm the invites. Um, I went. Um, so I set a goal. I said, all right, I, I have about uh, like five or six weeks until the engagement party. Okay. Do this um, lifestyle change. Sure. Um, until then, you get a week off the engagement party off and then you're back on until the wedding yeah so i'm not gonna take my bachelor party off okay i'm gonna because my bachelor party will fall about a month before the wedding um and i'm gonna stay on it during that time as well i'll have a couple of beers in there okay and i'll obviously drink a little more but um i re- i really just man cutting out beer I, i'm a if you've ever seen me uh up until a few uh you know weeks ago or whatever i'm just a really puffy guy all that went away when i stopped drinking craft beer Mm-hmm. Um, now I miss craft beer like crazy. It's probably one of the things I crave the most because I love good craft beer. Right. Um, but it's it's I've been so much aesthetically, <laughs> I've been so much more pleasing to look at without craft beer because uh, I'm just not this puffy thing just walking around like you're just like honey move. He's gonna eat you. Um, and that, I think that's what's helped lean me out so much since then. Um, but. Yeah, and it's just it's it's a it's a mental factor as well. When you eat better, you feel better. I was the I was the first guy. I mean, we're talking a month and a half ago uh-huh. that if you're like, man, if you just ate better, you'd feel better. I'd be like, dude, just shut up. I'm gonna eat you. Shut up. It's hard as shit. It's and it's not even that. It's it's not that people can't do it. They just don't want to do it. They just don't. It's eff, it's an it's an effort thing. So and I'm like, I'm putting in so much effort everywhere else. I the one thing I want to do is like eat whatever I want. So my thing about if trying to eat healthy and lose weight, it, it, it's to me, it's more about energy than anything. Dude, I, it is. It is such. It's, it's about being thoughtful. It's though. the primary. It's the primary benefit is energy. Yeah. Like, and I and I would say this to anybody who's out there, and they're like, "Man, I, I need to, I need to lose some weight." Don't look at it that way. Don't be determined oh, yeah. by weight. Be be determined by I need to eat better, and just do that, and you are going to feel better, and that will take you the rest of the way. I'm telling you now, and this isn't like a fat person's AA meeting, <laughs> but it's just it's one of those things where every single F-A? one of us can clean. Yeah. <laughs> fat anonymous mm-hmm. um fatties <laughs> just fat um it's, it's just one of the things where we can all Im- improve in some way and if we're talking about productivity the number one thing i would start with is what you're putting in your body yeah there's no there's no question and i'm not people are watching this right now it's not like i'm sitting here trying to act like um you know i'm 165 pounds and i'm ripped with a you know six pack mm-hmm. but i can attest to what it does and it works yeah it works that's the bottom line and I just I thought about it it's it's I thought about it it's about being thoughtful so it's about kind of thinking ahead a little bit so yeah you know my lunches are crazy I eat at my desk most of the days um in the morning I'm rushing out to get out for a meeting or come in the office and it's one of those things if I just kind of thought about it the day before or maybe the Sunday before work week and I have a buddy that cooks all like grills all his food for the week on Sundays. And that's smart. Him and his wife. Yeah, it's it. really smart. It's smart, but it, it, it's thoughtful and you have to think about what's coming ahead and knock it out. And just cause a lot of the time it's you're eating at restaurants and if you're eating at restaurants or you're eating on the fly at lunch, then it's, it's not, it's not possible to, to be, to eat healthy successfully. It's not you. 
Not only that, you can spend like it's 13 bucks at lunch and not even have a drink with whatever you're having in a lot of instances. Oh. You know, you're kind of stuck. You have most people have an hour. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's lame to bring a lunch into work. I get it. But at the same time, if you're having grilled chicken instead of having the Subway grilled chicken that has who knows what's <laughs> in it, it's probably a lot better for you. No, and and it is. And that kind of to attest to that, uh one of the I always think of this one friend in particular who, um, you know, when I have been eating better and I've, we were in a bowling league together and this guy would, Oh, I'd see him in the parking lot and he'd just be crushing like grilled chicken and a little bit of brown rice, like in his car before bowling, just like inhaling it. And I'm like, dude, like you're going to be all right. If you miss like your protein intake window, you'll, you'll survive. Like you'll, you'll still bowl good. Like we'll be okay. Um, and I would just always give him crap. Just like, you know, he'd be in the gym for like two hours. And I was just like, that's a little excessive. Like you, do you like want an award for working <laughs> out? And I would just give him shit like nonstop. And I just remember being like, yeah, but he's super fucking good at everything he does. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things where you start to, you start to look at other people's tendencies Yeah, and you start to take some things from them. And, uh, w- when I, when I started eating better, I remember just like, you know, kind of reaching out and just being like, ah, like this is kind of why you do some of this stuff because you have more energy, your brain works better, you want to do more things. And so, yeah, uh, kind of like the joke was uh, jokes on me the last 27 and three fourths years. So, so talk <laughs> so talk about you, you're in that uh, that you, you went off the diet, let's say. Yeah. What and you feel like crap. And now I, am, I almost immediately back? got got sick <laughs> like it was just it was one of those things and i a lot of people listen to this and you can say what start a vaccine riot if you want or go that route okay let's let's not um but i, I don't think it's it, it's just one of those things where there is just so much shit in what we eat that if you're not eating clean you're just you're eating a bunch of shit right even even eating chicken and vegetables you're still ingesting just crap right the, of, of um, you know, preservatives and all those, you know, those sort of things and, you know, flavorings and colorings and all that crap. Um, but yeah, I, I got, I, we had the, uh, we had the engagement party and I just like, I was actually all right during the engagement party. But the, the few days after that, like, you know, you're hung over the next day. I'm like, uh, bagel, uh, uh yeah. the other half bagel and we'll throw the other half on top two bagels i'll get a beer to get out of this hangover oh yeah and Mm -hmm. and and we did and uh you know thai food for dinner again all this kind of stuff and a couple days in i was just like god i feel terrible dude i was like i I feel awful Mm -hmm. friday came around today is uh today's monday for those of you keeping score at home friday came around and um i just full-blown allergy attack that turned into a fever that lasted i'm not kidding um and i worked uh, my, my day job the whole day Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just going into offices and they're just like, do you, or, do you need a seat? Like, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you? And, um, you're like, get the coffee. I'm a closer. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please get me a cheeseburger. Um, and, and so I went through this stretch over the weekend where I was like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. Like this is seriously terrible. And it just made me so badly, want to go back into my routine yeah and be like i now i know like or at least i feel like i need this i'm like kind of dependent on this like healthy clean eating type thing and it's not as annoying as uh people think it is like Mm -hmm. you look at 
people like my buddy who I'm like, oh, this jackass is eating like chicken and brown rice again, like in his car. Like you're like, get over yourself kind of deal. Uh-huh. Just try it. I mean, I know people that they all they eat is fast food. So That's be, all they eat. Oh, so let, this will kind of come a little bit into what we talked about at the beginning. Yeah. Become your own marketing hypothesis test, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to be the best person you can be at your job. Yeah. And you want to kind of, you want to radiate. Good, positive energy can go a long way. Very long way. Like if you're- a, You don't even have to do anything productive. Just be positive and people will keep you around. Oh, I have people that are- <laughs> I mean, there's that, a life hack for you. Well, I have people that I hire that are good at what they do, but I can't be around them because yeah. they're a bummer. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, go work on that over there. And I in your rain cloud, I, I might not use you again because this next project will be kind of collaborative. We're gonna have to spend a lot of time with each other, <laughs> and I fake it. I yeah. f- I have to fake it to myself. Like, come on, let's get fired up. This is fun, um, and that positive interview will help you in a way. And I know this sounds like marketing douchebagism, but you know, in a way, if you're doing that nine to five, you're in an office. You and I got called out for this when I was uh, younger at that. Uh, said mutual fund company it's like do you enjoy even like getting up and being here it's like no and (laughs) i tried to change that around i was like okay what do i like oh okay i can get into this investing theory kind of stuff and kind of got excited about that kind of faked myself into hey let me help you with this other thing after hours Mm -hmm. and it got me more into it and people were like okay you know it seems like you want to you know get more involved and that became a better environment making yeah. it positive. So this whole eating kind of goes from inside out where let's see that hypothesis. I'll, I'll try something for a month. What's today? The ninth. Yeah. Um, I'll try to, I'll do something where I'll eat a lot healthier and I'll do a report on June 9th yeah. or whenever that, whenever, whatever episode we have right then mm-hmm. and we'll see how it goes. I'll <laughs> go super healthy and just you, see, you know what the crazy thing is though, that, uh, to me, I'm I'm very I'm very like full uh, uh, almost like extremist when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like no, no like no cheating, no no nothing. And that is so you're just setting yourself up for failure yes. so miserably. Uh, yeah, yeah. I found that like when I cheated, I didn't give myself a cheat. I, I did like a week and I was like Okay, I, I feel a lot better, but I just I need a little Thai food. I need a little uh you know, I need some noodles. I need like something. And I couldn't even finish it. Yeah. When I could eat two maybe three like pad ties before i mean Mm. it was like insane so and it's it was one of those things like when i'd cheat it'd be like with like one of those like crappy diet ice cream sandwiches and i would just eat half and be like this is fucking this is i don't even want this anymore. like and i wanted to just keep eating good good food and keep going and, and build more and more that it almost became a uh it was definitely a challenge the whole time but you almost want to challenge yourself with other things. Yep. Um, and I think like my my fiance started to like no- notice more stuff, or like she'd have to wake me up in the morning to like go like get me to work out. Yeah. And it just became like I'd be I'd start waking her up because I'm just like I'm, re- I'm ready to roll, I'm ready to get to the gym, yep. want to knock it out because mm-hmm. as soon as I get back from the gym, I walk my dog, and that's like when my day starts. I can start being productive. Yep. I can start going to you know doing stuff for work, making money, doing all this kind of stuff. It just by getting all that out of the way. Yeah. And it felt, it felt so great to be like, it's 7 a.m. I've done, you know, I've done two and a half hours worth of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it, it's a great, it's a great feeling. Once you get on that, like it's a shitty first week and then you get yeah. on that routine. It's awesome. It's, 
And yeah, it lets it, it really is good. I I'm I'm thinking a similar route as well. Get up earlier, you know, let your brain breathe by doing some exercise, and that gets me in the mode to kind of pick up the the whole day. And, yeah. And now I'm looking down the barrel of a schedule that's going to have a newborn down the line. And yeah. From my understanding is that's kind of the only time you'll be able to kind of do something like yep. that. And so and you're probably going to be up um up early and probably sleep deprived for a little while anyways yeah so you may as well do something productive while you're up oh yeah i'm already i already sleep like shit and part of it's probably because i'm not getting good discipline of uh uh, healthy eating mixed with boozing mixed with you know working too late not having a disciplined schedule but um (laughs) now this turned into like 40 minutes without us i was trying to pay attention to it i guess What's the real advice? Because we had more to talk about, but I, I think this is kind of a good stopping point. We're, you know, yeah. what's the good advice? What's your practical advice for people about this? I, I just, I want, and we've talked about it in previous episodes, but I want to challenge people. You know, I, I think that we, uh, and it goes back to, you know, kind of why we get up and do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to do the podcast for, for them. Mm-hmm. We want to do the podcast. We want to talk about things that, you guys want to hear about we want to bring people in here um that you guys are interested to hear from so you know give us give us some help give us a little uh you know constructive criticism like we talked about yeah that's our challenge to you guys is to almost challenge us Mm -hmm. um but also find something that you are deathly afraid to change in your routine uh for the better that you're just like i that sounds terrible waking up at um, 5 a.m. to go work out. Yeah. Or let's say this: wake up at 5:30 to go work out at five. Yeah. Because that's like a lot of times, you know, the schedule Gabby and I were on for a little bit, and it's uh, my fiance. And um, but find one of those things and make yourself do it for a week, and turn that into two weeks, and three weeks, and a month, and just challenge yourself and make sure. I mean, it's got to be something that you're going to benefit from. Don't be like, I'm going to play Call of Duty every day for a month. Well, because you're fucking dork if you play that, but yeah, because it's just <laughs> that's a whole waste of life right there. But yeah, sure. I want. I just want one game. I haven't played in like three years. I just want one game. Um, but it. But find something to challenge yourself with, and if you need help, we'll help challenge you. E- email us, comment. Someone's text me right now, we'll telling me to to play the play the guitar. Um, in, <laughs> in the back. That that's a challenge you don't want, buddy. You do not want Go that challenge. It. We can close uh, out on that. You want to? You got anything? Oh man, I got so much, but it's not on the guitar. I'll tell you that. It's all Bob Seger. <laughs> it's all Bob Seger covers. Damn Bob Seger. I know how you love Bob Seger uh, so much. So well, yeah, I would. I, I, I would. I want to. I want to. I don't want to make it corny, but I want to somehow uh, with some of our listeners start like a, a challenge, accountability type thing that can help them in either their personal or their business lives. And yeah. I, I think health. And what you eat does both of those. It tackles both of those types of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what what what, what do you got for everybody? Um, no, I think that's uh, for as advice uh, from this episode. Yeah, uh, the takeaway is if you want to get involved, we want to get more engaged with the people that listen to this. Yeah. Um, we don't have a crazy big audience, but the people that do, uh, I really love the feedback, and I love hearing that people listen to it and kind of write down some of the stuff. Oh yeah. Um, on a marketing advice, I'd say. Uh, we going back to the social media stuff and maybe you have to do it for your own personality. Maybe you want to be a fitness personality mm-hmm. or maybe you want to uh, be a rapper or <laughs> the, seriously, like I- anything that's entertainment based or that's going to be a brand that's about you. 
Uh, every, here's the quote I, he- I heard from an old boss who's a very intelligent guy, one of the best businessmen I, I know and a mentor currently, that everything you do well is a marketing opportunity. And yeah. that everything you, that you part could be you personally, if you're the brand, if you're really trying to be a comic or an actor or a musician, or it's not even something entertainment based where you are trying to be a life coach, you're trying to be whatever, you're trying to be a brand as a, the human and the brand don't, they're, they're, they equal each other, mm-hmm. or you as the small business startup, the, st- the scouting block, for instance, yeah. uh, everything y'all do well should be a marketing opportunity to push out. And mm-hmm. that can be done by social media. Yeah. So I, I try to tell my clients that a lot. Let's Everything you do well should be recognized. And it's yeah. not corny to tell people that you're working with this charity or you donate to this charity. Yeah. You should have a picture of that because that's going to help that charity long term. Mm-hmm. It's not selfish or, you know, there's a lot of braggadocious people out there. Yeah. And fine. But at the same time, a lot of people don't know you're doing these other things unless you let them know. Right. And there's a corny line where you can kind of. Well, and there's but when you're doing and that's another thing for for business, when you're doing charitable acts for business, guys, that's part of the game. Okay, is is have your have your company, you know, look good, giving back a company that cares, cares about the community yeah that comes from the heart but that's also a part of the game as far as you know getting yourself good pr and helping the community it's kind of a double double-edged sword in a, in a good way but if you're not, if you're a person who says i don't want that kind of recognition well then you go on your own away from your company and do good yeah and don't tell anyone about it and yeah. that's the way i've always looked at it because i used to have a real big problem with companies that'd be like oh we're out here we donated this much money and this much time and effort and it's like yeah, but you did it because you needed a PR plug, you know? And it's like, as I, as I got yep. more into business and more into like entrepreneurship, yeah, they, you, you need those things. You need to have a positive image and helping people to get that positive image isn't, isn't a bad way to do it. Also a tax write-off. <laughs> also a ta- <laughs> there are multiple perks. So go, go yourself. If you're someone who does have a problem with it, cause I used to be, it's just like go yourself and help and don't tell anybody. Do it away from your away from your company. And, and you kind of ease that pain a little bit. If anybody wants to ask me how you go about finding a charity for your business, uh, you can email us. It's one of those things where I do – that is something I do tell, talk to clients about, your corporate social responsibility. Uh, it's kind of a, a one of those business terms that's been real like – just driven in your head if you've taken you know general business classes or an MBA or whatever but it is one of those things you need to focus it in an area where it's beneficial to them and it's beneficial to you it's not narcissistic it's not uh it's got to be a mutually beneficial relationship Mm -hmm. so we donate to Kila Institute for Women in uh, a Self-Sufficient High School in Rwanda we donate hours you don't always have to donate cash yeah you can just donate like if you're a service company like we are, and I can do it over Skype or Google Hangout and meet with people, uh, I'm glad to do that. We also donate to indirectly through uh, an event once a year in Tampa through the Tampa Pig Jig on the river for a kidney foundation called Nefcure International. And so uh. we, we donate a lot of hours for that event, and it our goal is a million this year. But it also it's it's focused in one area. We're not spread across ten things. Uh, we can only take on one or two, maybe three a year uh, to help that. But it also, it not only does it feel good, but I, lear- I learn a lot while we're doing it. And 
I'm in the mix with good people in the community that want to really help out. Um, so there's multiple reasons. And I, um, so be healthy and be charitable. And I think we got to close it down. I think that's it. I, I think that's I it. I know that was abrupt, but uh, <laughs> I've got a meeting after this. See y'all later. Make sure to uh, subscribe. Tell, just tell a friend. Tell your friend. Don't that, even subscribe. Yeah. F- uh, what, uh, I mean, just if you don't listen to three episodes in a row, iTunes will just unsubscribe you or stop downloading the episodes. Yeah. So I don't know if you've noticed that, but if you like, if you like this, just send it to a friend. Hey, these are two guys that are doing this in what looks like uh, a bunker um, or, or some kind of bottle <laughs> episode of Breaking Bad. But um, tell a friend that is look, has that eye, the, the ones that are in the cubicle and accounts are receivable and they're like, I really want to open a, you know, that coffee shop that does that cold brew stuff, the Sisidiki. But <laughs> let's uh, wh- what's that green stuff again? Ma- matcha. Everyone check out matcha. Matcha powder. All right. And mix it with lemonade. All right. We out. Yeah. 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 Yeah.